Welcome to the Less Stress Family Podcast, where we believe you are fallible and what you do matters. This is episode number 96. I am Justin. And I am Shauna Wood. How are you, honey? I'm good. How are you today? I'm awesome. Good. It's a beautiful rainy day. I know. It sounds nice. We've been listening to it on the metal roof. Yep. It's good life. Yeah. All right. Thanks to everyone out there listening. I hope you're having an awesome day wherever you're at, driving, at home, wherever. Yes. Okay. Today's topic is? Family devotions. Quick and easy. Yeah. So you have a story about that? Yes, I remember a few, it's been a couple years now, I guess. Um, anyway, I was in the car going to a meeting and there were two other business people with me and they were in different uh, lines of business. But somehow the story came up, they were describing someone and they were talking about this person as if they were like a unicorn or a leprechaun or some kind of like impossible to attain fantastical <laughs> creature and the whole thing was about them doing family devotions at night and i was like i was just processing i was just listening and i think that that's kind of a common thing oh for sure parents feel so overwhelmed working doing school with their kids now in this strange season all of these different things activities right. schedules and so the idea of before everyone goes to bed having like a hallmark moment I think most people just feel like that's totally unobtainable. And I would agree with that because <laughs> that's <laughs> never how it's going to look. You right, know what I mean? Right, like right. When you do and that's what, devotion, like, I think so. of like the Norman Rockwell kind of pictures right. and settings. And I think that's what people imagine family devotions have to look like. Right. And that's just not going to happen most of the time. It's not it going to happen, happen like, in our house. Not in our house. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um, we have touched on family devotions throughout our marriage, <laughs> having. Sometimes we do a good job, sometimes not so good. Right. But a lot of it has to do with our schedule. I'm up early, early, and you're up late, late. Well, and, and we've we just, just had different seasons. Right, right, for sure. So we're going to talk about how to do family devotions quick and easy. Yes. And so in order to do that, we need to talk about a few kind of foundational things. One is that the parents are responsible, according to the Bible, for taking care, the fathers especially, for taking care of the spiritual growth of children right not the sunday school teachers not the sunday school teacher not the, not the program not the uh, christian school you send your kids to right all those different things and that's really hard because our whole society is built on an expert right quote expert um who's gonna fix whatever problem you have right a specialist <laughs> right. we have spiritual specialists we have heart specialists we have whatever but <laughs> but we all know we've all had experiences where you can go to a specialist and they don't know anything else outside of just what they know, you know? Right. So for our kids, each of our own individual kids in our own homes, uh, you're really the one who knows your kids the best. The parent. And the parent does, yeah. And the parent knows what their kids need and the parent also knows what, what they need as parents. Right. Well, you kind of figure it out sometimes. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. So part of the problem in our society, we assume that information... Our assumption is that information equals transformation. You know what I mean? Right. Like, if you just gain a bunch of information, then your life will be changed, and you'll be a different person. And now, that's school-related right? or 
pick a topic and we just believe, hey, just shove as much information as possible and then you'll be a whole different person. But if that was true, with access to the internet, no yeah. one would have any problems anymore. And our society would be getting wiser and wiser, not dumber and dumber. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? You see right. examples of just stupid right. people more and more and more. Right. And we have more information now with all the media access to everything else. I just about how dumb we all are, you know? Right. <laughs> so, right. Some people yeah. like to focus just on the ignorance of some, but they avoid the ignorance of themselves and others, you know? Right. <laughs> so, so information does not equal transformation, right? So then I guess we we need to ask the question, what is the purpose of family devotions? Right. And the purpose of family devotions. Well, part of the deal, too, let's go back to, like, if you if you grew up in church at all, what the church has done is we, we run a bunch of programs, and we hope at the end of whatever age, you know, we run a bunch of kids programs. We run vacation Bible school, Sunday school. We do all these different programs that we hope by the end of it, you'll have some kind of Christian life. (laughs) Right, right, right. (laughs) You know what I mean? And really, I think the goal has become fuzzy. Right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I'm talking about just churches just all over, right? right? Just our solution has been, let's become more, let's, let's run more programs. Right. Right. And that's not the biblical model because it's the home first. Like it's around the kitchen table first. Right. Right. So that's what we're talking about. Devotion is quick and easy. So what was your question about that? So really, what is the goal? Yeah. What is the goal? What is the goal? I don't know. What is the goal? Well, I mean, if we're talking about transformation, like I think a lot of people's issue with people who are Christians mm-hmm. is that they call them hypocrites. Right. Because they're listening to one thing, but if you look at their life, you don't see it. Right. You so don't it, see it. because In yeah. my perspective, the goal of family devotions is not just to give the information, right. but equip our kids so that the, you know, like the Bible, the teachings of Christ, whatever it is, gets played out in their lives. It's right. not just knowledge from a book. Right, right. And yeah, I think continually you see throughout, especially Jesus' teachings, he has no problem just telling a parable, just a few lines, really, and then that's it. <laughs> right. Like, that's enough. Like, that's enough seed. Like, he talks about the mustard seed and all this stuff. The story is enough. Like, just believing that the story, what he says, and then the Holy Spirit's work, that's enough to change people's lives. Right. And we don't believe that anymore. <laughs> we believe you got to have more information, more programs, more structures, more booklets, more whatever. Right. I mean, I just finished that 40-day devotional, right? Yeah. And, you know, it was cool and all, but it's still, it's it's like way overkill for what Jesus just teaches and does. Mm. You know? So, right. okay. So, um, yeah. So we all have a deep need for some kind of spiritual growth. I don't care what kind of, you're Hindu or Buddhist or Muslim, whatever. Even agnostics, they have a spiritual spirituality kind of aspect. We all understand that, yeah, of some kind. So I think what we're doing is when we do this, we open our hearts and our minds to what God has through, through the Bible. So we have a little format that we use that we found to be very good for spiritual growth, right? Right. <laughs> what, kind of look, what are you going to say? No, I'm just trying to follow because you wrote okay. out the notes and we okay, all know okay. <laughs> how I feel about the, the notes. All right, all right, quick. Okay, so what do we do? So let's say we're going to have family devotion in our time. Uh, okay, our first, house. can I just throw out this that I feel like is important? It just, you, like, you, your standards don't need to be 
crazy. Right. Exactly. Like we're talking like five minutes that yes. you can connect with something else you're already doing. So if you're already eating breakfast, tie it in with that. Or right. if you already do a bedtime snack, tie it in with that. Yes. Some activity you're already doing, so you're not adding something brand new into your schedule. You're just adding a layer to something that's already there. Mm-hmm, exactly. Yeah. And you're not going to feel holy. You're not going to feel warm and fuzzy. You're not going to feel... I mean, you might. But I mean, don't not expect 100%. it. Don't like, don't be like, okay, we're going to feel warm and fuzzy now. Let's go. You know what I mean? Like, that's just not, that's not going to happen. It's not going to be helpful. Right. Whether you're talking about, you know, with all your kids or your husband and wife, whoever, you know right. what I mean? Or just having your devotion yourself. You can apply these to all these questions to, right. you, to yourself. Right, right, right. So we sit down together. Um, we try to stop all the activities, right? Right. So that's kind of, it seems like that takes the most energy for me. Right. To get everybody just to stop doing, just sit down, like just sit down and don't talk. Sit down and don't talk and don't shove that piece of cake in your mouth because I'm about to ask you a question. <laughs> that happened the other day. I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> you laugh. <laughs> so, uh, what else do we do? So, we're attaching it to something that. So recently in our family, we have started doing this with breakfast. So it's the kids' breakfast. Justin and I have been up and doing stuff and that kind of thing for a while. Right. So we have them sit down, and then we basically go through a small, small passage from mm-hmm. the Bible. Right. Usually a story. Don't pick like some theological point in Romans. That's no. That's no good. <laughs> it's not good to don't start with like one of don't the lineages do or something yeah, yeah. like don't that. Don't do that. Pick a story. Pick a story. Okay. And then we process through with questions. Right. So it's real simple. Real simple questions. Real simple everything. So you're going to read the story. Sometimes we'll do a song if it's, and we we can some you know because we're musically something inclined i guess we do sometimes we'll do a song right if i feel like it but i usually don't and <laughs> right i mean like it's just kind of whatever or we play a song right hey shut up and listen to music <laughs> and worship god <laughs> that's what it feels like but i want people to know like it's sometimes. just sometimes you know what i mean so right. sometimes but a lot of times we don't a lot most of the time, we, the just time we don't we okay. just so do we, the scripture so we open up. and then the processing right right so we open up and then we get to um we asked these questions. So I want to, should we just practice this? Sure. Should we do that? Sure. Okay, I've lost my point. I've lost my place in the Bible, so I'm going to have to go find it real quick. I'm going to hit pause. <laughs> okay, well, I'm just going to say, while you're looking for your thing, that I think starting out, people actually, I've had this conversation multiple times. People are like, I want to start reading my Bible more, or I want to read my Bible for the first time. Should I just start at the beginning of the book? And I always say no. <laughs> I think you should start with Matthew, which is the first book of the New Testament. And you start out with the life of Christ on earth. And he gives so many good short parables and teachings and stories. that It's, it's a really great place to hop in and understand what's happening. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So... I'm just going to read through. I'm going to, I just picked in Luke. I just flipped open. This wasn't what I was going to do, but uh, Luke 10, 30. Okay. So Jesus um, had been talking to this guy about who was your neighbor. And a lot of times, like, our kids will ask, like, well, what does it mean about this or whatever? And a lot of times I'll say, I don't know. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, it's not a point to, well, does God have pink hair or blue hair? I, I don't know, bud. It's a good question. 
Right. You know what I mean? Like, I don't have to... When you do this, you don't have you're to be the answering. one with all the answers. Yeah, you, you're actually, you don't want to be the one with all the answers. You want to be, I don't know. That's a good question. Or whatever. And another thing I meant to say, I didn't put that down in the notes. We love the Adventure Bible, especially yes. for kids. Because yeah. it is written out like a comic strip. And it has great pictures. I love looking at it. Right, absolutely. Our kids love it. It is the best, I would say, if you want to start somewhere, even for adults, just start with that because it tells the story and you can ask these questions. So, um, did you say the Action Bible? Yeah, the Action okay. Bible. Didn't I say? I don't know. The Adventure Bible? I don't know. I think know you said, said Adventure, but it's the not, that, it's not the Adventure one. It's the Action one. Okay. Anyway, sorry. that's the one that looks like a comic book. Yes, that one. Sorry, sorry. Okay. So, um, a man was going down from Jerusalem to Jericho when he fell into the hands of robbers. They stripped him of his clothes, beat him, and went away, leaving him half dead. Now, sometimes you can act out these. I've done this a few times with the kids. Right. If they're everybody's just wild and crazy, just make it even more wild and crazy. <laughs> Have them just beat their other kid up. It's awesome. <laughs> a priest happened to be going down the same road. When he saw the man, he passed by on, on the other side. So, too, a Levite, when he came to the place and saw him, passed by on the other side. But a Samaritan, as he traveled, came where the man was. And when he saw him, he took pity on him. He went to him and bandaged his wounds, pouring on oil and wine. Then he put the man on his own donkey, took him to an inn, and took care of him. The next day he took out two silver coins and gave them to the innkeeper. Look after him, he said, and when I return, I will reimburse you for any extra expense you may have. Which of these three do you think was a neighbor to the man who fell into the hands of the robbers? So, just read the story. You can read it twice if you want to. And we just ask these simple questions. What do you like? What did you like about this story? I liked the man that helped the beat up guy. Okay. So that's usually it. Like kids, we go around the room and not everybody has to talk. Right. Some kids are like mad or whatever because <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's just, it's just life. So it's like, what do you like? The next question, what do you dislike? I didn't like that the first two guys <laughs> left him for dead. I didn't like the people who are supposed to love God <laughs> were the ones who are the jerks in the story, right? Yeah. So I think it's really important that we developed that. What do you not like about this story? Because I feel like that's something we've, our, you just don't get that a lot of times in our religious. And I think it breaks off feeling like you have to give holy answers. Right. <laughs> Jesus. Like sometimes we'll, we'll ask a question and especially the kid who's like gone into the zone, they're like, Jesus. <laughs> and then I'm about to like, beat them. <laughs> that is not, that has nothing to do with the question yeah, yeah, we just yeah, asked yeah. you. Right, right, right. So, so yeah, what do you like? What do you not like? What do you learn about people in this story? I think you learn that people are self-centered. Right. And the people who are supposed to be good aren't necessarily good. And the people who might be bad, they might actually be righteous doing the right thing. So something like that. Right. And so we go go around the room. It takes about five seconds usually. Um, And sometimes they bring up really good points. You're like, wow, I just never thought about that. And what do you learn about God? Well, just because you say you follow God doesn't mean you're nice to people. Right, right. Because in the, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's it. And then we pray. <laughs> and you can call on one of the kids to pray or one of us prays. Um, what else? Do, that's it. That's the gist of it. That is just it. Bam. We just, what do you like? What do you not like? What do you learn about people? What do you learn about God? Right. Yeah. And so you're letting the power of the story of the word just speak into people's hearts and minds without trying to 
dictate it and control it. Right. And that seed, I mean, the Holy Spirit has right. many times worked in our kids' lives, right. worked in our lives, you know, so that two days later, they're like, come back exactly, and have yeah. some thought or some question related to what we had talked about. Right, right, exactly. So that's it. And it takes like five or 10 minutes at the most. Right. So sometimes it's really good. Like the kids really get into it. Like it's really whatever. Like right now, we're reading through the Sermon on the Mount because we've been talking, I think we talked on the podcast about building your life on the sand or the rock. Which was the teaching yeah, of Christ. Yeah, the teaching of Jesus. So that's it. I think that's it. And we pray. Kids kids can lead prayer if they feel like it. This is Those are great questions you just ask yourself. Right. Just read a story, reading through the Bible. What do you like about this story? Well, God, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't seem like you're a very good God on this story. <laughs> you know, that kind of and thing. And having some of those on, honest conversations with the Lord right. is right. huge. Right. So, yeah. That's very it. good. That's it. So, we hope that this very simple outline and kind of just very quick look at how you can do this helps demystify it and make it less leprechaun and unicorn magical Mm -hmm. um, and more just very practical that you can do in your living room or your kitchen and none of you has to have a theology degree. Right, and yeah, just avoid that like the plague as far as (laughs) information. Don't try to pass a bunch of information. That's not the point. Right. Thank you so much for taking time to listen and hang out with us. We would love to hear if you implement this and what does that look like and what are the awesome things that have come from it and what are the not awesome things that have come from it. (laughs) You can connect with us on Facebook if you look for Less Stress Family. You can connect with us on our website, lsfpodcast.com or on Shauna's Instagram account, Shauna Cherie Wood. Most of all, we want you to know that you are valuable and what you do matters. Blessings. Thank you.